Welcome back to the jungle, Panther fans. It is a brand new season, a brand new year, a brand new city, and a brand new home for your Bay Area Panthers. Get excited. I think this season is actually about to literally happen after a year off. Uh, but yeah, man, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new season of the Indoor Cats podcast. I, as always, am your host. Rod Gomez, find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find the show on Twitter at Indoor Cats Pod. We're kicking off a brand new era of Panthers football. Some can argue the first, but it's still a brand new era of Panthers football. And we have got the big guns coming right out of the gate. Coach John Schaefer, offensive line coach and newly minted special teams coordinator for the team, is joining the show for a conversation. But first, let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen what the new digs are, and how it all came about. It's coming up right now on the Indoor Cats Podcast, episode 12 of the brand new era of the show. It certainly was a disappointing 2020 season, obviously, that never was for the Oakland Panthers. And we all know that training camp happened, signing happened, everything was put in place for a team to play in Oakland as the Panthers for the Indoor Football League. Unfortunately, uh, the world kind of took that away from us. Uh, obviously, we know COVID hit uh, and and ended and shutted the doors for the Panthers season in 2020 and literally only a few days away from the actual first game of the season. Uh, it was devastating. It was certainly heartbreaking, especially for those of us Oakland Panther fans who were very much looking forward to watching the team play and actually take the field and, and compete. Uh, getting to know the players over the, the first few weeks of the season after signing, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun and, and just getting invested in it only to have it ripped away obviously was was painful and uh really i think to the credit of the ownership and the coaching staff and everybody involved with the organization their their dedication to not give up right their dedication to continue and to move on and to say listen we know 2020 is a lost cause uh but we will certainly be back for another season now we all would have hoped it could have been 2021 uh but of course that it's difficult. It's very difficult to get things up and running again uh, the way you want to. So they said, listen, we're going to lay low for a little bit. We're going to collect our, our thoughts. We're going to make sure that we have everything in a row before we come out guns blazing. And boy, did they ever. Because now, uh, part of the press conference that uh, that was a couple months ago in September that announced the the new look of the Panthers. They are now the Bay Area Panthers and they are now playing in San Jose in the SAP Center, once the home of the San Jose Sabercats uh, of the Arena Football League. So this arena is fully equipped to be more than just a host for the new Bay Area Panthers, but it's going to be a home for a good long while. And when we talked to Coach Schaefer, uh, you know, he, he said that they're in this for the long haul. They've got a, a good contract with the SAP Center with the opportunity to continue there as well. So again, these, these guys are now in it for the long haul. And from the way it sounds, 
Um, and of course, we all know that uh, you can you can talk a good game. Uh, but I I feel as if when you listen to these guys talk, when you listen to coach talk, when you listen to the ownership talk, when you listen to even the the folks in San Jose's talk, um, you know they're not they're not strangers to fielding winning franchises and franchises that are entertaining and franchises that can continue to keep people in the seats. So, um, I don't know, call me an optimist, call me somebody with rose colored glasses. I've, I've been called worse, but I enjoy, uh, the type of enthusiasm that I, that I feel and that I see from the Panthers organization, now the Bay Area Panthers organization. And really, that's what keeps me coming back. So uh, why am I back again for another run at the Indoor Cats podcast? Well, one, I like to talk and I need an outlet. So uh, this is it. But two, really, again, I'm passionate about things that other people are passionate about. I I feel uh, empathetic to to their... uh, just overall excitement about coming back for a 2022 season. And truth be told, look, the amount of support and just encouragement that I've gotten from, from everybody in that organization, uh, makes me feel, and, and look, I don't play, I know, but it makes me feel like part of the team that's trying to help this, this Bay area Panthers, uh, team make a name for themselves. Again, this is a very saturated sports market and it's sometimes hard to break through. Um, But when you've got folks that are just dedicated to the cause and uh, really want to see a quality product for you, the fans, and for the players themselves to actually maybe uh, skyrocket themselves into another opportunity, that's something I want to be a part of. And so uh, that is why I decided to, to once again crack the mic open for a, a new season of the Indoor Cats podcast. And we're going to continue to do the same things that we were doing for you uh, leading up to the, the 2020 season that never was. And we're going to get you inside. And and this is another reason why I feel like uh, I, I, I want to keep this show afloat is because the type of access that you're going to get from this show, you won't really get anywhere else in other sports. You hardly ever get it on a level that you're going to get it. I mean, obviously, uh, player interviews happen all the time on different shows and different, but I mean, you're going to be able to listen to these guys on the show, go out and watch them play almost up close and personal on game days. And in most cases, you'll actually get to meet and greet these players because indoor football players uh, are, are more approachable by and large than most of the, obviously, if you go to a Niners game, you're not going to get down to the field and talk to Jimmy Garoppolo after the game. Um, but you could very well go down and talk to an indoor uh, football player on the field after the game. And again, you're going to get a lot closer view. And to when you get to know these players as people, it's a lot more fun to cheer for them and root for them as well. So listening to this show, being able to, to meet players on a personal level, uh, you know, you, you start to feel more invested in the team and the coaches will agree that these guys are, are ready, willing and able to contribute whatever they need to in order to make this, this organization float. And they're so excited to get out and play. Uh, a lot of these guys are, are coming back to the team, uh, 2020 signees that didn't get a chance to play for the Oakland Panthers, but are more than ready to play for the Bay area Panthers. So, uh, again, there's a lot of fun to be had and a lot of, of opportunity 
for this show to bring you uh, some very great content as far as uh, just just getting to know this team. And if you want to cheer for the Panthers and dig deeper, that's what we're here for because I, I want to cheer for the team as well. I know that podcasters are supposed to be set up as journalists, right? And and people who uh, are akin to the news. But no, I'm a fan. I love the game of football. I love all forms of it. Uh, if you if you follow me at all on Twitter at RJ Gomez, uh, you'll see that I write for the NFL. Uh, I podcast for the NFL. I will even write for the CFL on occasion. Uh, I love the CFL, but I mean, look, I I love all forms of football. Arena, indoor, spring league, USFL, XFL, whatever it is. I love football. If you if this is your first time listening to an indoor cats podcast uh, or you know i love football and so i will cover the game however it is but the thing about it is that on an nfl podcast i don't necessarily get to uh, have the type of interaction that i get to have with the players of the indoor football league so for me this is almost as fun for me as it's going to be for you to get to know these guys uh, because I get to live out my uh, fun dream of being able to talk to these players and to get to know these players and and meet them and greet them so that I can bring you their stories and, and what they want you to know about them so that way when you watch them on the field, you cheer a little harder for them because you know what they've gone through and you know their brand. And so should they leave the IFL and even move up, uh, it's even more fun for you to watch these guys succeed at a higher level because now you really do know these guys and you may have been able to talk to them after the game. Uh, so again, this show is is uh, a safe place, a happy place for all of us fans. I really want to make this a, a destination for Bay Area Panthers fans to come and to enjoy this team a little bit further. So uh, we're going to continue to have player interviews, coach interviews. Uh, At some point, I'm going to get the owners on here. We will have a discussion. Uh, In fact, I'd like to do that in person. I don't want to do it over over Zoom. In fact, I would love to do all my interviews in person. Uh, Obviously, it's hard to do, uh, but when I live over here in Stockton. But again, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. So I intend for it to be fun. I hope you enjoy the ride with me. Uh, we've got about three months until training camp kicks off uh, in March. So until then, literally, we are going to get to know the Panthers. Uh, this this will be a once a week thing where you can expect uh, an episode a week, and we're just going to get to know this organization. We're going to get to know the IFL. If you're new to the IFL, if, if you're really just joining this, again, if you weren't following in 2020, uh, and, and you really don't really know the IFL very well, well, we'll introduce you to that. This is not the episode for that because we got Coach Schaefer and I want to give him uh, all the time he needs. Uh, but in the, in the next few weeks, we're going to get to know the IFL. We'll, we'll figure out uh, which teams we're, we're going to be going up against, who are our rivals already, because you got to have a rival, right? Uh, and, and we'll get it all sorted out for you, and you'll get to know this league. And by the time we kick off on March 21st, uh, you will have – Fully engulfed yourself in the world of the Indoor Football League and you will be ready and and just jazzed as I am to see these guys uh, actually kick the ball off and play in a, a, a live IFL football game because uh, I'll be there on opening day and uh, I know you will be too. So again... Let's just get on with the show. I, I'm I've been I've been talking to you about everything, but I really want you to to get to know Coach Schaefer. Uh, this guy 
just one of the biggest cheerleaders of the show from the start. Him and Coach Bryant, they just have both been... I can't even say how how much I appreciate them because then it just sounds like I'm gushing. But uh, I am going to gush because they are really supportive of the show, really supportive of their their organization. And uh, you just you hear it in their voice. You hear it every time they talk about the team, every time they talk about their players, whatever it is that has to do with the Panthers, they're on it. So uh, Coach was one of the first to knock on the door and say, hey, I want to do this show. Are you coming back? And uh, I absolutely said, you know what, coach, I have to, because uh, with guys like you really cheerleading this, this, uh, this show, I got to come back. So again, he's going to be responsible for a lot of the players that I get to coming up. So don't be surprised if they're offensive linemen. Uh, but really, again, uh, just a great guy and, and really excited to have the game back. So uh, we're going to talk to coach Schaefer right now. <laughs> It feels like forever, but when you talk to a man of Coach John Schaefer's status, it just seems like yesterday that we were able to talk. But uh, happy to bring him on the show because that just means, Coach, we are closer to football. And the fact that this show is kicking back up again is already exciting enough. But the fact that you wanted to come on this show like just the day I said I wanted to come back <laughs> makes it even better. So, Coach, welcome back and, and welcome back to the show. Thanks, Rod. Hey, you know, like I said, I was excited to talk to you again and uh, find out from you that you were going to do the uh, Indoor Cats broadcast again. And uh, I know our fans will be looking forward our team will be looking forward to it and uh, just excited to be back. Back indeed. So let's let's talk a couple of, of things because now, obviously, since the show came out last, uh, some major things have changed. So let's let's talk to you about how those changes uh, and what those changes actually are. First of all, no longer the Oakland Panthers, now the Bay Area Panthers. Talk about where that came from and and just what drove that train and and why we're here now. Sure, sure. Well, you know. After, of course, after COVID, we, you know, got into negotiations to determine um, if we were going to be able to to uh, get the arena, the Oakland arena last year for 2020 because the IFL did play. But because of California's strict COVID laws, we could not get an arena deal. So we went dormant last year with the IFL and uh, we were able to place a lot of our uh, first year players with other teams. Um, so they could at least play. And then uh, we started ramping up for this year, went back, negotiated with the uh, Oakland uh, arena. And, you know, there were some issues with the negotiations. And next thing we know, we get contacted by uh, the SAP center and Jonathan Becker from the sharks. Um, and, he wanted to, us to talk to him about us maybe moving to the SAP center and playing. So we went in negotiations with them, came to an agreement. Um, September 9th, we, uh, well, we informed the IFL that we were going to be changing to the Bay Area Panthers instead of the Oakland Panthers. Um, then on September 9th, we had our big um, announcement in front of the SAP Center um, to announce the new team name, our, our new home location. And... Uh, we had overwhelming support. the The mayor, Sam Licardo, was there from from San Jose, City of San Jose. Um, the Sharks representatives were there. We actually had uh, the MC for our for our uh, event was actually uh, 
Mr. Han, who was the voice of the sharks. So it was, it was, we were welcome with open, open arms into San Jose. Of course, they were used to in the past, you know, having a, an arena team there with the, the Sabercats. So it just kind of fit in. We kind of felt like a glove in that, in that uh, environment and great fan base. Um, everything. It's, it's going to be, it's a beautiful facility. Um, very fan friendly, lots of amenities. Um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. I, we were, we were very impressed with the whole thing. So we are now the Bay Area Panthers. We'll now be playing at the SAP Center. Um, we'll have home, uh, eight home games this year um, at the SAP Center. So, and, and you said it too, you know, San Jose, no stranger to indoor football teams. I mean, not necessarily indoor football league, but a, a, a arena league team as it were. Um, and so uh, to me, I think it was a natural fit. I mean, it, it would have been nice, obviously, to watch an Oakland Panthers game. Uh, but we all know what happened last season and, and even last year in general in the country. So uh, to be able to, one, stick it through uh, a year of actually not being able to play and come out the other end with a team is in and of itself a huge accomplishment. So kudos to you and the ownership team and the coaching staff for even being willing to stick it through because uh, a lot of times people will just fold because they say, well, we couldn't get it off the ground and, you know, well, I might as well gotta hang it up. But you guys didn't. Was there any sort of, I don't want to say uh, doubt, or was there any lamentation about maybe coming back for this season or was everybody just gung-ho right off the jump? Well, no, we, we were all ready to come back. And, you know, having the great ownership team of Roy Choi and Marshawn Lynch, um, Roy was 100%, as was Marshawn, committed to us. And uh, as long as, you know, the pandemic was under control and, and we could get back um, into an arena, um, bring guys into camp and into practice safely, um, then we knew we would, we knew we'd play again. And we were, you know, about midsummer, we knew for sure that, that we were going to be playing in our 2022 season. Um, it was just depending on where and, and, uh, the other circumstances, but got a great league, great, uh, Todd Tryon, who is our commissioner is outstanding. Todd's a great, great man, great commissioner, a former owner of, uh, of the Sioux Falls Storms. And uh, so he knows indoor football, and you know this year we are playing. We have a 15-team league, so we've added teams this year, and uh, and we've also divided up into divisions. So we have a Midwest division, and then we have a West division. There's seven teams in our West division, and there's uh, oh, sorry, there's eight teams in our West division, seven teams in the uh, the Midwest division. So I know I caught a lot of uh, the indoor football league last season just because I wanted to keep an eye on it because uh, I know I knew you guys were coming back, so I had to make sure I was remotely aware of what was going on. But you had touched on the fact that some of your players were also out there in, in and amongst the other teams uh, that were playing. So what was that like for you guys to be able to watch them play and, and really watch them develop as first-year players? Uh, it was great. I mean, some weren't first-year players like, uh, you know, um, Troy Evans. Troy Evans and, and uh, um, Devontae Sapp Lynch both went to Spokane to play for uh, Billy Back there and great owner and Sam Adams, former all-everything at the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, so those those guys have played before, so that was good. Um, 
our, some of our new guys like DJ Calhoun. DJ went to the um, Northern Arizona Wranglers in Prescott. So we were able to see DJ, you know, he already played at a high level in college at Arizona State. Now we got to see him play at a pro level against pro athletes, uh, as well as other players. I had uh, one of my line, actually two of my linemen from last year, um, went and played in the spring league for the aviators. So I was able to watch them thoroughly. And uh, yeah, so it was great to get, let those guys that haven't played before get some experience. Um, and I would say 85% of them wanted to come back to us. So that's always a good sign. You know, we went through, you know, two weeks of, of, uh, you know, two a days in training camp. We went through our, our week prior to opening up or supposedly open up to the Iowa barnstormers when, when we got canceled because of COVID. So th these guys knew what our program was about, knew what, uh, what our ownership uh, team provided, which was top of the line facilities, top of the line housing, um, great support, great coaching staff, um, great corporate office, everything. You know, great president and Scotty McKibben. Um, yeah, you just can't ask for more in a professional environment. And, uh, you know, the word got out. That's why this year we have had, I don't know what the final number is as of right now, but I know we had over 1,200 applicants for players for this year. Wow. Just to the Panthers we're alone. We're only able to sign 40 of those wow. to our spring training roster. So trust me, it's been a lot of due diligence on the coaching staff's part um, to find the best 40 athletes at their position that we could find and bring them to California to play for the Bay Area Panthers this year. I mean, look, we all know, and I'm sure we've, we've even talked about it last season too, that the hunger for football is out there. The hunger for folks that don't get a chance to suit up in the NFL right out of the jump to play professional sports is just there. And, and, you know, leagues like the indoor football league, the spring league. Um, now we'll talk a little bit about it. Cause I wanted to touch on your opinion of, of, of a couple of things like the USFL XFL. Um, but you know, the hunger's there and you get to watch quality athletes do quality things. Uh, it may not be what you see on Sundays, but sometimes I think it's better because these guys play with a lot more passion than I think some of the NFL guys that are spoiled by million dollar contracts. But um, of, of the folks so. of the folks that you've talked to so far, Coach, what's the excitement level like for them to be able to suit up for you guys this season? Off the charts. In fact, uh, one of my big signees uh, on the offensive line this year, because I'm going to be playing a dual role this year. I'm uh, not only am I the offensive line coach and long snapping coach, but I've now promoted to being the uh, special teams coordinator as well. So, um, as far as my offensive line guys. You know, that's truly my first love. I love the big guys, love the big fellas. And, uh, you know, we had a great crew for 2020. Um, this year, I think we're we're even better. I mean, bigger, faster, stronger. I was very um, fortunate and uh, to sign a young man that played local, is local uh, barrier product, um, starting center at UCLA for two years, 2018-2019, Boss Tagaloa for Chip Kelly at UCLA. And Boss is a phenomenal athlete. And and uh, I have no doubt that um, this time next year, he will either be in the CFL or he'll be in the NFL. He's that good of a player and that, but he needed an opportunity. He came out in 2019 when he graduated, COVID hit, no, no NFL combine. 
no OTAs for the NFL, no mini, no rookie mini camps, none of that stuff. And they didn't invite many undrafted rookies um, to summer camp. They just didn't because of COVID. And it was, it was, uh, you know, the whole league saw it. And so boss was on a lot of, a lot of teams, NFL teams, draft boards. And uh, he did the right thing though. He um, didn't, you know, pout about it. He went back and finished his degree at UCLA, which just shows, you know, his intelligence level and that he's a, a motivated young man. And uh, in fact, I got a text from him yesterday saying, coach, I, I'm just so excited to get started and get to work for you. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of guys that we want and that we have put on our roster for spring or for our training camp is guys that want to be here. Because this is a huge opportunity for a pro athlete that has not already made it uh, to get looked at you know, us being, you know, 20 minutes from Levi Stadium and the 49er camp, um, I guarantee you that they will be watching us and our players because we have we have signed many of the top players, Division One, also the top indoor football league players. Um, a lot of these guys have had some type of NFL experience, whether it was um, a rookie minicamp, get invited to an OTA or something like that. So we've got some we've got some five star players playing for us this year. And, and so that's the thing too, when you look across the board at, at a lot of the leagues that, uh, that spring up around the spring, uh, the USFL, XFL, the, the names sort of float around the spring league. Um, even in the CFL, right? You see a lot of these guys that, that are, are there and they're, you know, in spring league one year, CFL the next year, indoor football sure. league or, or that. Um, so are you getting any of the, uh, of the folks that weren't for the CFL either? Or, I mean, how, What's the pool been like for you? I, I I suppose it's been pretty deep. Well, like I said, we had over 1,200 applicants that were, you know, major college football players, have played for other indoor football teams um, in our league and outside of our league and some of the other smaller leagues. Um, it's an overwhelming response. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if you knew it, but last, you know, in 2020, our first year when we went um, – Four of our players, before we ever started training camp, got signed to CFL contracts. You know, so that says a lot about our coaching staff and the guys we recruited and brought in that they had already caught the eye of the CFL and they signed with them before we even started our season. Or even yeah. start practice. I remember that too. I remember covering a couple of the players, and and then all of a sudden yeah. saying, "Well, goodbye and good luck in the CFL." Yeah, but you know what, Rod? That that's the whole thing. We are of the mindset, our franchise, the Barry Panther franchise, ownership, corporate office, um, president, all of our staff members, we do not want players to play for us for a couple of years. We want them to come here, be successful, and get a look at the next level. We want those players to, to have that motivation that they're coming for an opportunity, but next year they want to go somewhere to the next level. And that's what I want as a coach and also being a, uh, a shareholder in the company, um, that's what's going to make us successful. Because then the word gets out that, you know, Panther players are getting looks from CFL, the NFL. And, you know, if as, I don't care if we place, you know, 21 of our 25 roster players in the league next year, either league. That would make me happy as ever. Because I'm sure that's make what them we're too. doing this for. Yeah. That's why we're here. It's all about the opportunity. So you talked about the excitement level of getting going and getting to work. 
when is that going to happen? And uh, how close are you guys to training camp? We talked about a little bit at offline, but uh, yeah, let sure. everybody else know. Yeah. Okay. So right now, I think we've got 36 of our 40 man training camp roster signed. So we've got about four more um, players to sign and they will, we, we will bring them into camp on March 1st in Livermore. Um, we'll, we'll be on the field probably by March 2nd, March 1st, we'll get all the medical stuff done and, uh, you know, give them our, our coaching talk and talk about our rules, regulations, and all the, the interesting things that go into, um, being a uh, professional football player and the, you know, the responsibilities as well. It's not just about putting a pro before your name. There's a lot of other things that go into it. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll get them into camp and, uh, hopefully start around March 2nd and we'll have about 10 days of two a days. And then we'll have to make our roster cut down to 25. So more than likely by the 14th around the 14th, I should say of March, we will be down to our 25 man roster. And then we kick off on March 21st at the SAP center in San Jose against the San Diego strike force at home. So we'll get our inaugural home game in this year. Um, and yeah, we're ready to rock and roll. Like, like we all, like we all said, you know, it's, this is, uh, we're, our, our big term this year is there's a new cat in town. And, uh, cause there were the saber cats before in, in San Jose. Now we got the Panthers and, uh, so welcome to the jungle at the SAP Center, and it's going to be – hold on to your seats, fans, because it's going to be wide open, all gas, no break. I love it. I love it first because, one, it is a new era, and it it's just exciting to actually know that this time, hopefully, no – gigantic anything can stop this train I'm knocking on wood right now, <laughs> i know right <laughs> we, we got super excited about this last year and then look what happened but um yeah i mean just let's let's just know that there's a return to normalcy that's happened that where we can expect this to roll off and then i also love it because now we're also going against a southern california uh team to start and you get a home game right out of the gate like you were supposed to last year as well so um yeah and the funny thing is is that with the san diego strike force they were kind of our sister team because our owner Roy Choi also owned the San Diego Strike Force, and this year, um, before the season, Roy sold. The, so his his allegiance now is one hundred percent to the the Bay Area Panthers. So, uh, but San Diego Strike Force just hired a new coach, and I'm sure they're going to have some exciting things planned. But maybe to watch out for the Panthers. We we're got come something out for them. Yep, we got something for them. So yeah, claws up, <laughs> claws up. Let's do it. Uh, all right, coach. Well, I know you've got places to be and things to prepare for and a season to prepare for. We just want to thank you for your time. And, uh, this, that, Ron. not the last time we're going to talk. That's for sure. We got plenty no, of time. I'm, I'm available to you whenever you need me. Trust me. I appreciate <laughs> what you're doing. The fans appreciate it. And I know our franchise appreciates it. And, uh, so thank you. And thank you indoor cats podcast for doing this and uh you run a great podcast and let's just bust up and bust out the more listeners for it and uh make it a make it a big time podcast which it will be 
Well, I appreciate that. I'm cutting that one out and putting that on my uh, sleep night thing so I can get affirmation as I sleep. So, again, Coach Schaefer, everyone, offensive line and now special teams coordinator for the Bay Area Panthers. Uh, Again, we'll hear more from him later on this season, but uh, let's continue on with the show. That'll about do it for the first episode back here in the new season of the Indoor Cats podcast covering the Bay Area Panthers. Again, episode 12 is in the books. I hope you enjoyed Coach Schaefer. Uh, You're going to hear from him more. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just the facts. Uh, Coach Schaefer's a great guy and loves his team, and we're definitely going to be talking to him more and more as the weeks progress leading into training camp, which again happens on March 1st, as you heard him say, uh, and that's when we'll start to really ramp up and uh, do some more live interviews with players. Uh, I'll be at training camp following along, bringing you reports from training camp, um, just like I was the last time. Uh, So yeah, there's a lot to be done. A lot of work to do before the season kicks off, but we're here to do it and, uh, and just excited for another season. Or an actual season of Panthers football. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there is a new cat in town. It is the Bay Area Panthers. We are the Indoor Cats Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next week, I got to think of a new tagline. I'll come up with one. Don't worry about it. But until next time, folks, uh, we're roaring. We're ready to go. And we'll talk to you next time.